You've heard of BetaShares. You've probably seen the logo on our podcast. You might even be among their 1 million investors. So you can imagine that I'm delighted to say BetaShares is the official ETF partner of the Australian Finance Podcast. With nearly 100 exchange-traded funds, you can go to betashares.com.au and immerse yourself in ETFs and unique insights covering all of the sectors, themes, core and satellite positions you could want. Think cybersecurity through the Hack ETF, robotics and AI with the RBTZ ETF, and uranium with the URNM ETF. The list goes on. To explore the BetaShares ETF range, visit betashares.com.au, read the relevant PDS and TMD on the website, and consider if the fund is right for you. BetaShares Capital Limited is the issuer. Is there a Spotify wrapped for investing? If you want to invest in shares or ETFs, our friends at Perla are more than one step ahead of the curve. On average, people who use Perla invest $1,750 every month. That's what we want to see, proper dollar cost averaging. With automated investing tools making your life simple, Perla investors have well and truly mastered the art of investing small bits lots of times. So if you're ready to start growing your net worth in 2024, follow the link in your Spotify or Apple podcast player right now to discover how you can get started today. Hey there, here's a quick note. This podcast contains general financial advice only. That means it's not specific to you, your needs, goals, or objectives. So don't act on the information until you've spoken with your financial advisor. You'll find our full disclosure, disclaimer, and link to our financial services guide in the show notes. Kate, welcome to this episode of the Australian Finance Podcast. How are you? It is good to be back for a wonderful episode on what to do with your tax return. Yes, we've got three things you can do with your tax return. Is it finance or finance podcast? Uh, Finance for me, but... Yeah, finance for me we too. We do like ants. We do indeed. So today we're talking um, three things you can do with your tax return. If you get one. If you get one. Fingers crossed for you. I'm going to be paying tax this year. I know that for sure. Yeah. How about you? Uh, definitely paying tax this year. I don't think it's a bad thing if you don't get a tax return because it means you pay the right amount of tax. Like it's never going to be perfect. Yeah. I don't think anyone, does anyone, if you have ever got a $0 tax yeah. return and you've been, you haven't had to pay any money and you haven't had any money given back to you, let us know because I've never heard of that happening. No, I've There's always a few dollars at minimum. Well, you're going to claim at least something, right? Yeah. So, you think that, yeah, unless you have like zero dollars income and you paid zero tax. Yeah. If you're in that camp, don't let us know about that. But if you have earned some (laughs) money. If it's just you've done deductions, you've had a job, you've had various things going on and you've submitted your tax return and it's come out perfectly. Let let us us know. know. You are the lucky winner of a free course on rescue education. I don't know. We're giving away something right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but it is. it just means you have paid the right amount of tax throughout the year. Um, So it's not a bad thing that you didn't get a tax refund. But if you have sold some shares throughout the year, like both of us have, you might have to pay capital gains tax. Or losses if you're down this year. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I'm just talking about how we've ended up with tax bills. Okay. So, (laughs) um, yeah. yeah, If you do uh, pay sell your shares at a gain, mm. you don't typically withhold your own tax, right? So, a lot of people will have capital gains tax bill. Uh, if you sell your ETFs at a profit, you may also have capital gains tax to report. Yeah. If you've received some dividends or distributions from your shares and ETFs. Yeah. Conversely though, if you've sold shares at a loss, you may carry forward some losses. Or if you've if your employer's withheld tax and you've got heaps of deductions, like you're a business owner or a contractor or anything like that, you may actually come out with a tax refund. So, Kate, every year, about 14 million people, according to our notes, 
do a tax return. Yes. What's the average return that people get? Well, according to H&R Block, and I couldn't identify the source uh, via the ATO, so I'm not 100% sure on this one, but they said on average it's about a $4,000 tax refund. Maybe that's through them, so they kind of like... Uh, yeah, that could be looking at their numbers. Yeah. Um, and so they'd have a lot of PAYG or gig economy people probably using their platform, um, so probably skews the numbers a little bit. Yeah, and I, I have heard from the ATO, well, not, not specifically from the ATO, but from like big accounting places that... The average return is in the high 2000s mm. up into the $3,000 range. So yeah. that's why we've specifically named this episode around the, the likely amount that our listeners would, would get back. So um, we can talk about what we can do with that extra cash injection. So um, yeah, I guess where do we start from here? Yeah, I think the first thing is, um, I don't know if the episode will come out pre or post this episode, but just thinking about what your financial goals are at the moment, because the end of financial year is a good time to reset the things you've set at the start of the year. Maybe you want to go in a different direction. Maybe your job and your life's changed completely since then. And so it's a good time to reflect on what you actually want to do with your finances for the next six months and what the short, medium, and long-term goals are. And then thinking if you are getting a refund, because 3000 is a really decent chunk of money, what is the next best step you want to do with your money? And so whether that's, we'll run for a few ideas in this episode, but I'm just thinking what, how do you want to use that money to propel yourself forward for your financial future or just your future in general? Because yeah. I think it's really good to give it a purpose, this money, because otherwise it just goes into your general revenue account. Consolidated revenue. Just, yeah. just gets fitted away on general lifestyle, buying lettuce, you know, buying coffee. So I think it's really good to like give it a goal, have really think about what you're doing it and just so you can go, okay, this is what I did with my tax return this year. Yeah. And this is an opportunity for many people that don't save a lot of money to really put some cold hard cash in the bank or to start an investment portfolio. Yeah. $3,000 is a fantastic amount to start an investment portfolio with. Absolutely. You could buy a few ETFs. You could use micro investing platforms to spread it out. You could do many different things. Even if you, you know, you maybe don't need the money and you might think, well, I'll just put it into super and I'll claim the tax deduction for that next year. So there are so many things that you can do with it. The important point is to just make it work. You know, a lot of people over the next year, Kate, I think are going to find that, you know, maybe things get a bit more expensive. Maybe their lifestyle gets a bit harder to afford. So this money, if you use it wisely, is going to really have an impact on your, your living. Yeah. So I think the first thing you could do with it is um, paying off debts yep. to try and get yourself back to an even starting point or adding money to your emergency fund because $3,000 takes a long time to save up to to build that emergency fund. So it could be a good whack of money to kickstart that emergency fund if you want to have that three to six months of living expenses put aside or just going through and closing down credit cards that you've had um, hovering over your shoulder for a while, um, whether it's you've got a couple of buy now, pay later debts you want to just loan. clear off, personal loans, payday loans. I feel like every year when we talk about this, there's new ones that have been invented. Yeah. There's a, a lot of different buy now, pay later alternatives now. So um, just cleaning the slate clear as much as you can. Maybe your debt's a lot bigger than three grand, but that could make quite a meaningful uh, dent in it. Yeah, and if if this is you, you know, you might have um, multiple uh, different types of debt. I would probably say oftentimes the payday loans and buy now, pay later are the two worst. So those ones can really bite. Uh, so can credit cards after that because they have high interest bills and fees. So getting that down as quickly as possible is smart. Yeah. And 
I think the order of which we're saying this is important too, Kat, because we're saying to do this before we say go and invest, before we say go and do other things, get rid of these things because it's compound interest in reverse. Yeah. And if you've got a few different debts with different providers and you're not really sure the best order, give the National Debt Helpline a call, book in a meeting with a free financial counsellor. Um, they've become a lot more accepted now because Scott Pape, the Barefoot Investor, became one and uh, talks about it a lot more because there wasn't that much awareness of yeah. their existence before. They're a fantastic resource and you could go, okay, I've got this money that I've got for my tax refund this year. What is the best way I can use it to help put my best foot forward when I'm trying to deal with all these debts and they'll give you a better strategy than we could possibly give you um, on how to deal with this. Yep. I like it because, um, you know, we've all probably got those little debts niggling away in the background. Even if you've got a mortgage, you can put the $3,000, if it's your emergency fund, stick it in your offset account yeah. and you save more interest because interest rates have gone up. So you're saving more by keeping it in an offset account. That's a great idea. Okay. What else can we do with it? Yeah. I think the other thing I, I wanted to mention earlier is just remember that your tax refund is your money. Sometimes we, we treat it as play money or money that we can use just for Splurging. Splurging, yeah, yeah. Go off and buy something big that you wanted to buy. But um, it is your money. It's not just sort of free government money. So I think you really need to treat each dollar the same as you would from the dollars you earn from your paycheck um, and just keep that in mind as you when you get that return. Yeah, it's real money. Yeah, and make sure you do what you really wanted to do. Otherwise, you might look back in a couple of months and go, I have no idea where that money went. Yep. Um, that's definitely- It's a really good point. When I looked at a couple of my- Because if you go to the ATO, my gov- tax website you can see all of your historical tax return um, oh, right. refund okay. or what you paid yep. um, and you can see it's sort of in a list and you go oh in that financial year I got this much in this financial I paid this much and you go what did I actually do with that money mm. so I think it's good to have a really good record of where you spent that money I think that'll be quite nice looking backwards when you yeah for sure it will yeah great idea um, and it's also interesting you can actually see where the money is being spent the tax money is yeah, being spent across like a Australia. downloadable pdf yeah. yeah you can have a look and see does it go to like the pension does it go to defense does it go to social housing or welfare or whatever you can see where your tax money goes to i think that's yeah. kind of it gives you another tangible way to look at the yeah. money that you are actually paying is going somewhere there's a lot of tools now so i definitely recommend linking your um ATO account to your MyGov account, yep. having a look because you can also see it tracks down all of your lost super and tells you these are all your super accounts. This is your balance. It doesn't mm -hmm. get updated every day. It's like a few months behind, but have a look at that. It tells you uh, if your employers sent your PAYG statements, that's all recorded yep. there. Um, you can record tax file details, all sorts of things are in this spot. So I'd recommend having a look through um, and just seeing what information they have on you. Okay. So let's say I've got $3,000 coming to me. My accountant says, this is going to be paid out after, it's like say mid to late July. Yep. If I've been early or it's going to come in you know, September, whatever. Um, and I don't have any debts. What else can I do? Yeah. So the other great option that we talk about all the time on the Australian Finance Podcast is actually starting investing. Yep. Maybe you're brand new to investing. Maybe you've been investing for a while, but $3,000 can make a big difference. If you want to build that core ETF portfolio, maybe you want to buy um, a couple of ETFs to give you a diversified portfolio. We've definitely done episodes on how to do that. Yep. Um, you might if it's a bit less, maybe you've only got a couple of hundred dollars, you might decide to try micro-investing on a different platform. Um, maybe you want to start investing in some a managed fund. Like you could, There's lots of different options, but I think it's a really good way to 
put your best foot forward for your financial future and give those dollars a job. Um, and it's money you weren't, you didn't have before. So it's a good opportunity to put a little bit of money into the market. And especially at the moment, it's quite a, uh, attractive time to invest. Oh, it is. Yeah. Prices are down. So, um, the thing you can do, if you have less than a thousand dollars, you might want to choose a micro investing option. The reason why I say that is, um, typically the, the minimum is $500 to buy an ETF. Some ETFs actually have a price that's above that. Like there's one ETF, the IVV ETF, which is over $500 for one unit. So you would have to have at least yeah. one of them. Um, but if you do micro investing, your money gets pulled with other investors yeah. and then you can split it. Like yeah. they'll split it for you. So you could have a look at platforms like Pearl or Micro. Pearl or Micro, uh, Raise, Pocket, Raise. Pocket. Um, uh, even stake, which yes. allows you to invest in US uh, companies and ETFs with yep. really small amounts of money. So there's lots of different options that you can explore. Yep. And if you do have more than say a thousand bucks, then you can start to get, you know, two ETFs, three ETFs to kickstart your portfolio. Uh, you could look at things, but we've profiled on the show before like Ethi or um, VDHG or, you know, Clean, C-L-N-E. All of these are just options. You can go back and listen to those podcasts where we review those ETFs and have a look at them and see if they fit what you want to do. So I think this is a great time to kickstart investing. If you're not ready to invest, remember that the share market is a place for money for three to five years minimum. If you have goals that are going to require that money before then, do not invest it. Go and put it in a savings account uh, or a term deposit and you can use that for your home deposit. You can use it for... Oh, overseas holiday or something like that which yep. brings us to our third <laughs> thing that you can do with three thousand dollars kate yes so this one is about actually using the money in the short term yep. um and i think it is very valid to actually use the money that you get in your tax refund for yourself and investing in yourself and your own life and so my third one is going on an adventure and whether that's uh, exploring our own backyard and maybe visiting another state or putting that money towards uh, overseas airfare at the end of the year. Um, we've been inside for a long time now. A lot mm -hmm. of us have put off travel plans for years. And I think it's a really good opportunity. If you do have a bit of money and you have wanted to travel for a long time, you yep. could use this money to go explore London. You where, might need where, a little bit more than three grand. Where would you want to go in Australia? And then where would you want to go overseas if you had to choose one of each? Well, I went to Tasmania in January, which was absolutely beautiful. I haven't thought about anywhere else in Australia. I do love country Victoria. I like hiking through forests. Yep, So you do. Um, yeah, supporting tourism in our own local economy is a good idea. Um, but also London. London. I think I've probably mentioned no. that in the podcast Kate before. Kate is going to London. This was what the Australian I was finance podcast is going to London. Yes. Well, maybe. Kate maybe does a very good – if you ever meet Kate in person, she does a very good British accent. One of the best money can buy. So um, ask her to do it when you see her. But um, yeah, so you've got you've been to Tassie. Have you been to tropical Queensland? Not for a long time. No, maybe I'll go there. No, it's very lovely. They got good seafood. They it's beautiful go to weather. Sea World. Go to Sea World. Yeah, you <laughs> could see all the the, the species there. Um, it, I I feel like if I was going to go overseas, three thousand dollars at the current rate is maybe enough to get you a flight. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's going. They're going. But it up could go in your fuel. travel fund. Yeah, it definitely goes yeah. in your travel and fund. And then you're giving yeah. the money a job, and I think it's really important to balance that journey along the way. We talk about um, paying off debt and putting the money for an emergency fund and investing and giving every dollar a job, but it's okay to give the dollars a job to 
sort of help you live an awesome life too. So, Well, so many studies have shown, Kate, that paying for experiences is worth it. Paying yeah. for things is not worth it. Mm. So TVs and jet skis, not worth it. But yeah. experiences definitely are. Hence mm. so I said go on adventure, not go, go to Ikea. Yeah, okay. Well, Ikea is a bit of an adventure. You can get caught up in there. Yeah. So maybe you remember the Ikea <laughs> just standing in line or trying oh, okay. to find the thing Getting in the, the aisle. Getting the meatballs at the end of the, the meatballs, journey. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's mm. pretty good. Um, so let's just recap then. We've got payoff debts starting with the nasty ones first. Yep. High interest, those who are due soon. Even family, you may have a debt to a family member. That's really rewarding to pay off. Pay off, uh, pay, pay off your debts, start investing, which can be done any number of ways. Uh, if you've got less than a thousand, you might want to consider micro investing. If you've got more than a thousand, maybe you can start your own brokerage account or put it in some ETFs. You know, you can also chuck it in, um, you know, a, a super fund if you want to claim a tax deduction too. And you could even put it towards a property deposit if you if you need that money and you've got a goal like that. Finally, go on an adventure. Kate's going to go to London. Or maybe even I've convinced her to tropical Queensland. Palm Cove is a beautiful place. There are so many lovely places up in Queensland. Noosa, I was there recently. Is there warm water? Yeah, Noosa is where you want to go okay. because you can swim there and you don't have to worry about all the irigangi and getting stung by jellyfish. Oh, I shouldn't right. have told you that now. Kate's not going to go. <laughs> no. Kate's not going to go on jellyfish. Go south, go south. Um, yeah, and I think those are three wonderful things that you can do with money. And this is real money. Yeah. So make the most of it. Yep. Give it a job. I would highly recommend something that I wish I'd done is write down where you spend each year's tax refund, or maybe you have to pay money to the ATO, um, which we're both going to have to do. Yep. So that Ouch. is not as exciting. So we'll probably uh, push that back a little bit. Yep. Um, because you do, if you use an accountant, you do have a bit longer to lodge your tax return. Yep. So you do. And they can help you through that. So um, yeah. if you do find yourself in a situation where you are going to pay a lot of tax, you may be able to do things like, um, you know, get uh, an agreement with the ATO where you pay it off in installments. Um, there are certain rules around that. Um, yeah. but it's better to be upfront with your accountant and let them know because um, the ATO, you know, does charge interest if you don't pay your tax bill or whatever. Yeah. It's okay to make mistakes on your tax bill too. So if it does reverse, that's okay too. Just let your accountant know or let the ATO know. Kate, we can direct people to the RASC road trip now. Yes, we've got a RASC road trip all about tax. So your tax crash course, we'll put that in the show notes so you can get a general overview of everything going on. We've got two tax episodes on end of financial year stuff um, to check out. We interviewed Tim Lowe, the Assistant Commissioner from the Mm -hmm. Australian Taxation Office earlier this year. I think we'll include that in the show notes. But uh, he, he was really good and explained things really well and pretty much said the ATO is not there to catch you. They want to help you through it because they know it's not really fun for everybody involved. So if you are ending up with a tax debt, like get in touch with them and work out a plan and a strategy to pay it off. Like they'll help you manage that. Yeah, they want to just be upfront with them. Um, And yeah, it's okay if you end up paying tax as well. Uh, It's a good chance to reset, forge those savings goals for the year ahead. Think about how am I not going to be shocked by tax next year? Yeah. Start keeping receipts, create a Google Doc to track your spending or whatever or use Frollo or one of the apps. Mm. Um, And next year, you might get a refund. And even talking to your accountant, like I had a meeting with my accountant last year and I was like, how do I, what should I be expecting for my taxes in the next financial year? What are some strategies to um, put money aside or minimize it? Or if I put this much in my super, how much would that change my tax refund? So you can workshop different Mm. scenarios with them um, as well. So that's another option. I like that. That's great. So yeah, head to Rask Education for our courses. If you, there's a course for everyone in the road trip 
one of six courses, whether you're getting rich slow, you're paying tax or you just want to save or you want to set up your super, it's all in there. Rask Road Trip, it's all free. Please share it with your friends and family. Kate, as always, thanks for joining me on the Australian Finance Podcast. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Australian Finance Podcast, where our mission is to improve the financial futures of all Australians. If you'd like to learn more, create a free account at rusk.com.au forward slash account to download free episode workbooks, bonus resources, and take our amazing free personal finance courses. You can also join our online community by following the link in the description. If you enjoyed the show, what we'd love is for you to leave us a snappy review on iTunes. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rask Australia. Kate and I are also on both of those channels. Finally, if you have any feedback, suggestions for episodes or guests to come on the show, or you just have a question for us, shoot us an email at podcast at rask.com.au. Are you thinking about starting your wealth creating journey, but not sure where to put your hard earned dollars? InvestSmart can help. InvestSmart offers a free quiz that makes it easy to find the right InvestSmart ETF portfolio to help you reach your goals. Just visit investsmart.com.au and hit get started. Answer a few simple questions about your goals and how much you want to invest and you'll get a tailored statement of advice with a portfolio recommendation. You can visit investsmart.com.au for a no obligations free statement of advice. This ad is brought to you by InvestSmart Advice, AFSL 334107. For more than a decade, I've been hunting for the best investors and their methods, strategies, and tools for investing. After years in the industry, countless books, a few degrees, and 1,000 podcasts and live shows, I've rolled this accumulated knowledge into something called Rask Invest. If you've ever heard me talk about a core and a satellite, active and passive, true long-term compounding, or you simply want to know exactly how I would invest, now is your chance. Rask Invest is our new investment service, designed for all types of investors who want professional management of their core portfolio at a low cost from a team they trust. Rask Invest helps you automate your wealth creation and passive income. Simply click the link that says Invest with Owen in your podcast player to join one of our live platform walkthroughs or book a call with us. You can also view the Rask Invest PDS and TMD and get invested with me.